Are we there yet? Do those words sound familiar? If you have ever gone on a journey with children, you know, you can count how many times you have heard, are we there yet? I remember those times. And we, God's people, people of faith, people on a journey with God on this earth, we have a destination. A destination from this place to the eternal realm with God. And we are not there yet. We are a people in waiting. What are we waiting for? We are waiting for the second advent of Jesus Christ onto this earth. And I make sure that you hear me say the second advent because he already had the first advent. He came over 2,000 years ago. And from that moment until he returned, we are a people in waiting for his return. So the question this morning is how do we wait for Christ in the interim? If we were to look to the world, to the cultures of the world, they will tell us that we should be waiting, going as fast as we can. But when we feast our minds and our spirit and our thoughts on the word of God, we hear Jesus saying something to us. We hear Jesus saying that there will be many people who will come and who will tell you that he's coming at this time, he's coming at that time, and y'all know there have been many false prophets that have come along over the centuries declaring and proclaiming that the end is coming, that Jesus is coming soon. And they have all been wrong. So Jesus is saying to us that he's definitely coming, but he says, no one knows the day nor the hour that he will return to establish the new heaven and the new earth and to lift up the new Jerusalem, the place where we will worship God forever. He says, not even the Son of Man knows when that time will be. What does that mean when he says, not even the Son of Man knows? Isn't he God in human flesh? Absolutely. But Jesus was speaking from his human perspective because he was fully human and fully divine. And from the human perspective, just like us, he says the Son of Man, not even the Son of Man, knows when that day and that time will come. But he did say to his disciples then in the first century, and he continues, this message continues to resound with us today, that there is a posture that we need to demonstrate as we wait upon the coming of Jesus Christ for the second advent. 
Now, don't get me wrong. Jesus is still coming to us in our everyday life and in our everyday situations. Because as we wait for Jesus to come the second time, there is a way that we are to live in this world that is troubled, this world that is going faster than we can keep up, this world that is saying to us, you know what? We can lump all these holidays. We can lump, you know, Halloween. We can lump Thanksgiving. We can lump Christmas all together. But out there in the world, that's one thing that we have to look and discern where the truth is. But in here, in the church and in the church universal, we have a responsibility to go at the pace that the Holy Spirit is leading us and guiding us. That is why we waited until yesterday to prepare the environment in which we worship that symbolizes that Advent begins today. And I know so many of us get caught up in the gifts and, and, and gift buying and gift sharing and the partying and the, you know, the fun times. And I'm here to tell you, there's nothing wrong with those things. I love Christmas. Freddie can tell y'all. I can go overboard on Christmas. I love the, the, the season of Christmas and what it offers us. The light that shines brighter in people's hearts. People tend to be a little more generous. People tend to, to be a, a little more understanding. People tend to be a little more patient with each other. People express, uh, you know, uh, words of comfort and joy more readily from their lips during that season of Christmas. But we are not there yet. We are in the season of Advent. We are in the season for the, of Advent for the next four weeks. Um, and Jesus would have us not to forget that there was a season of preparation before he came into the world as the Christ child. When we hear the scriptures from the Old Testament, we hear that, you know, the people were discouraged. The people needed to, to know that there was a future ahead for them. And we hear the prophets reminding them and telling them in their time, over 500 years before Jesus came to earth, the prophet Isaiah is telling them, look, there is a future where there will not be any more wars. There will be no need for the weaponry that exists upon the earth. There is a time where there will be peace. And there will be time where the mounting of God, which represents where the presence of God is and represents that the, the place where people come to worship, that all the nations will come to that place. As I was reading that text, I thought about the church universal. When I hear all these numbers about the church is in decline and people are moving away from the church. But I also know if there's just one disaster, 
in our human existence. That following Sunday, the church pews are filled with people. People need to know the hope that exists in the midst of disaster. People need to know the hope that exists in the midst of suffering and sorrow and pain. People need to know the hope that Christ offered when he came the first time into this world. That hope is for our salvation. That hope is that we would know that we are a people that have been forgiven of our sins, and we are a people who are called into this unique relationship with God, the creator through Jesus Christ, the Son. And Jesus, in his reading in Matthew, he is helping his disciples to know that there is going to be a future for them to look forward to. But in the meantime, as they continue to live upon the earth, they are going to experience trials. They're going to experience tribulations. They're going to experience the things that they don't want to experience. But if you hold on to the light of the world, who is Christ Jesus, and if you truly believe that the light of the world came so that we may have life and have it more abundantly as we journey through this earth, then Advent takes on special meaning for us. So how do we continue to wait as a people during Advent? We wait with watchfulness. We remain alert as to what's going on in our lives, what's going on in our families, with our families, and what's going on in our community and in our world. When we remain watchful with the Holy Spirit, then we can come to these texts in the Bible, and we will always hear the hope of God for God's people in Christ Jesus. We will hear that Jesus is Emmanuel, God with us. We will hear and understand that God is with us in spirit, and in that spirit, God works through us so that we could touch the lives of people who are in need. There are people today who do not know that Jesus Christ truly came so that they may have life. There are people who are living in bondage because of past mistakes that they have made and they cannot let it go because they are wrapped up in darkness. There are people today who are having to deal with the unexpected illnesses and unexpected deaths. People who are dying at young age, people who are dying at older age, and they need to be comforted. Those people need to hear from us, from the church, that regardless of how difficult life may see, seem, Jesus, God, Emmanuel is with us. And he is with us by the presence of the Holy Spirit. And the faith in which we live helps us to speak words of encouragement to others in this season. 
There are people in this time during Advent who are so anxious about if they will have money to purchase gifts for people. They are so focused on satisfying, you know, the, the, or getting the comforts and praise from others that they will put themselves in debt to be able to give a gift. That is not what the Bible instructs us to do. The best gift that we can give is the gift of ourselves, the gift of our presence with others. Again, not saying that the gift giving is not good, but we need to keep the focus on the reason why we are given the gift. We need to keep our focus on the person who we truly are celebrating on Christmas. And Advent helps us. When we stay focused on Christ, we can go through these four weeks and get to Christmas Day truly celebrating the joy, the love, the hope, the peace of Christ. The scripture says we are to walk in the light. This Advent season, we walk in the light by seeing the homeless that's around us. We walk in the light by doing whatever little we can to make their life better. Only you will know what that little is that you can do. This Advent season, we witness to the first advent of Jesus. We share with people that the reason we have hope, the reason we can smile, is because we know the Savior. We know he lives, and we know he lives within us. And that same faith that we have, the same belief that we have, we are sharing it with you so that can become the life-sustaining gift for you for the rest of your life. This Advent season, we are to pause and allow Christ to speak to us in every area of our lives. Allow the Holy Spirit to shine the light of Christ within us. Allow others to see Christ. And then, when we come to Christmas Day, the joy that is offered on that day, it will be contagious in such a way that others will look to you and say, I want to have and to experience that joy that you share. We are a people in waiting. We are not yet into the eternal realm, but we are journeying through this life, knowing that we are not alone, knowing that Christ is with us, Emmanuel. And when we call on his name, whatever is going on, he comes to us in ways that sometimes miraculously surprises us. It's Advent. It's the coming of Christ. 
in any way and in every way that we need Christ to come while we journey through this earth. It is the preparation for the celebration of his birth into the world. It is also the preparation for his second coming. And we don't know when that time will be. What will you be doing when he comes? I hope you will be living the life that he has invited all of us to live, to walk as children of the 